0: Terrorists be forgiven. Welcome to the terrorist therapist show. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist, a psychiatrist, and um, someone who tries each week to give you the stories that you don't necessarily he- hear or see in mainstream media, and uh, or that maybe they're just given a little, a little spot, a little mention on the corner somewhere. Um, and that really are worthwhile looking at for all of the different physilo- phys- philosophical and psychological questions that they bring up. So today is a good example, uh, in considering the question, should terrorists be forgiven? And it first came to my mind by seeing um, an article about students in England who were given a homework assignment that asked them to imagine that they are parents of the Manchester bombing victims and would they be able to forgive the Manchester bomber. Um, At first, I reacted to this article by posting on LinkedIn Um, what just when can we, we start again? Should terrorists be forgiven? Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist, and you're a terrorist therapist. Well, you know that each week I try to bring you stories that you most likely didn't see, or certainly, even if you saw them, you didn't get into this kind of psychological uh, depth in them. And um, I... I'm hoping that um, looking at these at these stories as more than just a sound bite, if that, that um, it will make you ultimately feel like you have a better understanding of terrorism and feel like you can be more or less, I was going to say more relaxed, maybe that's not quite it, but less scared. Um, that is, if you are not in denial and think you're not scared at all. <laughs> Today is a story that I came in contact with that um, illustrates this, where um, you might have a reaction to it when you first saw it, just like I did. And then when you get into it a little bit more and think about it a little bit more, it's not quite as black and white as it might have seemed at first. And that is a story about uh, that came from uh, the U.K., that is about a homework assignment that students were given and it it regarded whether terrorists should be forgiven. So I'm gonna tell you all about that. Now, when I first read about this, I wrote on LinkedIn, what question mark, question mark? Just when um, things, when I thought things couldn't, um things that were pc or naivete couldn't get any worse something happens to prove that it can meaning that the idea of forgiving terrorists just seems like even a crazy thing to contemplate but it's not as black and white actually in thinking about it some more and i am talking about it today to encourage you to think about it this was a homework assignment that was given to students in Yorkshire. And Yorkshire is about 60 miles from Manchester where the bombing attack occurred. Now, before I get into the whole story about the students, I wanna tell you that I'm also gonna mention a story about a a beauty queen in the UK, who, um, and ask you whether you would forgive her for what she did, and then compare that, compare and contrast, right? Compare and contrast that with uh, the recent London Bridge attack and that terrorist, and should he be forgiven? Okay, so now let's get to the students. So in Yorkshire, um, the students were given a homework assignment. Um, It was was placed on the app, um, Show My Homework app which is used by many schools to coordinate homework between staff and students and parents. Now this happened at the Briglington high school in Yorkshire and the actual, um, the actual post that the students were sent said, um, it said set on Friday, 13 December, due on Friday, 10, January, so they were supposed to have a whole month to think about this. Task description. Imagine that you are a parent of one of the Manchester bombing victims. Write a response to the point of view that, quote, all terrorists should be forgiven. This homework will take approximately 30 minutes. 30 minutes? (laughs) Only 30 minutes to figure out something that really Uh, has a lot of depth to it, a lot of sides to it, although, you know, it's likely that the students, just like I did, would have sort of a quick reaction one way or the other. Um, Now these students were approximately 12 years old who were being asked this. And um, it had the reaction um, of furious parents (laughs) taking to social media and to the school, you know, contacting the school directly, um, being furious about this. Uh, They were told to imagine that they were a parent of one of the Manchester bombing victims, the students were. Um, It's imagine that you are a parent of one of the Manchester bombing victims, write a response to the point of view that all terrorists should be forgiven. All terrorists should be forgiven. Um, Now, let's just, just a reminder, quick reminder here. The Manchester bombing uh, occurred on May 22nd, 2017. It was perpetrated by Salman Ramadan Abidi, who blew himself up at the Manchester arena. This was the concert by Ariana Grande. And, um, you know, he blew up his... Um, explosives and he um, killed 22 concert goers and injured many more and um, his brother Hashem is going to be on trial in January and he the brother since the original um, suicide bomber is dead um, his brother now is going to be put on trial and charged with the murder of 22 people the attempted murder of the other people and conspiracy to cause an explosion now i have done a podcast in the past about the um manchester concert bombing and and also um, subsequent to that actually I, i did that when it occurred and subsequent to that and you may have heard um a podcast i did about his brother and the the point is that the brother was um, or is accused of being a conspirator, co-conspirator um, with the original suicide bomber. And uh, so that's why now he's going to be on trial. But anyhow, the students. Um, so the, stu- so this, uh, you know, the reactions of the parents are very interesting. One parent was so angry that she took her child out of school for the day. Um, I'm sure there were others too, but one parent who was quoted in this article said, there are children at the school who attended the concert. I mean, again, remember it was only 60 miles away. Plus I'm sure there were students, there were kids from all over the UK and, and Europe and, um, probably America as well who attended the concert. I mean, this was a big deal. So she said, there are children at the school who attended the concert and were there when the attack happened there is even a cousin of one of the victims at the school. My daughter is only 12 years old and should not have to be thinking along these lines. How can we imagine what the parents of those killed are thinking? I know I could never forgive that attacker in the same way I could not forgive a drink, well, she's in England, a drink driver, a drunk driver, if they killed my daughter. I have not let my daughter attend school today until I can find out more about what the school is teaching our children. There is only a carol service today, you know, a singing service today, so she is not missing out on lessons. We have not been told anything, but I know a lot of parents have complained and are very angry about this. Now, you know, there's the whole question. um, It seems, at least with this parent, that she's not just thinking about, about the idea of forgiving terrorists um she doesn't seem to think you know is is it that she doesn't think that her daughter 12 year old daughter should have to think about forgiving terrorists or does she think that her 12 year old daughter shouldn't have to think about terrorism altogether um i don't it's not really clear which she meant although i have a feeling at least her or some other parents are thinking they shouldn't they shouldn't have to think about terrorism even though what you know this huge Horrendous tragic attack happened just 60 miles away. Then another parent said um, a parent. Well, actually, no, a grandparent Tracy Turner has a granddaughter at the school. And she said, I think this assignment is absolutely disgusting for all sorts of different reasons. It seems to me to be brainwashing the kids and they should not have to be thinking about this kind of thing, particularly at Christmas. What are the families of the bombing victims going to think when they see this. I think the school needs to take this homework straight off and apologize to the children and parents. Now, it, that is essentially how I responded as well, that it was like brainwashing, because it seemed to be encouraging, or you know, the underlying meaning of it was that you should forgive terrorists. I think that's why, you know, the general reaction, why people are, are reacting so angrily um, at the idea, actually. Not just that children have to contemplate this, but that, you know, we shouldn't forgive terrorists. Then um, a woman on social media wrote, my son was very seriously injured at the Manchester Arena while going to pick up my granddaughter, but we were blessed he didn't lose his life. I am absolutely disgusted with this and will be phoning the school later to let them know. People don't see the aftermath of such horrific acts of hate, but a completely inappropriate thing to do. So, um, and there are more such um, complaints. When we come back, I will tell you what the school's reaction to this outrage has been. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show, where we're talking today about the question, should terrorists be forgiven? And this was a question that was posed in a homework assignment, to kids who were about 11 or 12 or 13 um, at a school uh, that was only in East Yorkshire, that was only about 60 miles from Manchester, where the traumatic um, attack happened. Well, one one of the traumatic attacks. I mean, certainly a very close traumatic attack. I actually um, had gone to, I I went to to Manchester to uh, when my book won the my Lions and Tigers and terrorist book won um, an award at the London Book Festival, and I was in London, and I was in Manchester, and I was donating books in Manchester to the library and the mayors and so on. So I and I, I, I you know, spent time in the town. So uh, and you can feel the trauma um, still. So you know, even sixty miles away, these people are still feeling the trauma. Now the um, head, the headmistress, let's see, head teacher, Kate Parker Randall, uh, had a lot of explaining to do <laughs> with all these angry parents and all this outrage on social media, and she said. Firstly, I would like to apologize for any upset that this piece of work may have caused. The essay was set as part of a personal social health and economic education lesson, which was considering the consequences of crime and the aims of different punishments. It followed a discussion in class about a newspaper report that the mother of one of the victims of the Manchester Arena attack had forgiven the bomber for killing her son so she said that it was to help the children or to get the children to think about and formulate their own views whether hate or forgiveness is the best response to even such terrible crimes now you know i believe that she didn't expect to get this kind of a reaction and she has admitted um that if she would do it again she would you know she would rephrase things, um, you know, um, she doesn't, you know, the, because the way it was written, it really does give the kids the impression that, you know, I mean, it says, write a response to the point of view that all terror should be forgiven. So it's kind of implying um, that you should agree with that response. Um, let me tell you some other... Let's see, Let me tell you something else, something else about this. Um, there were some, <laughs> some other interesting comments of parents. Um, a parent of a 12, year, a 12 year old pupil at the school first saw the homework being circulated on social media and she thought it was a hoax. She said she was shocked when she checked her daughter's homework app and saw that it had been set on the homework. It really was a homework assignment. She said, quote, I honestly didn't believe it. I thought it must be a hoax. I thought someone must have made it as a prank on the teacher. I was just in complete shock. It's just wrong. I normally can't fault the school, but how could the teacher think this is appropriate? It's not normal. My daughter is quite tough, but she said she can't bear to think about how the parents feel. It's hard for anyone to imagine that especially 11 and 12 year olds. Um, again, there were 23 people who died at the Manchester Arena attack and 139 were wounded and more than half of those who were wounded were children. Um, so yes, so now the the, um, the head teacher is saying, however, reflect, having reflected on the matter, we should but in hindsight, have posed the homework question in a different way. Um, so, I mean, is it that, um, I mean, did she really, it, 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 there's so many questions. Did she really have the belief that this head teacher, that terrorists should be forgiven, and that is why consciously or unconsciously she wrote the homework assignment that way? Because that really is what she was trying to get the students to agree to, that terrorists should be forgiven, or was she so naive or blind or so PC, as I posted, um, that she missed that, that there was anything wrong with that. Now, the bigger question, however, is um, whether, you know, is it just that, that students shouldn't be asked to agree that um, terrorists should be forgiven or is it that students shouldn't be exposed to um to anything about terrorism altogether now um i was mentioning about when i went to london with my book um and one of the things i did i i appeared on good morning britain and um some of the two of the um hosts questioned whether students Kids should um, be exposed to anything having to do with terrorism at all. Um, and I, I was thinking of these uh, these hosts who have children of their own. These two women hosts, um, who you know, when the recent London Bridge attack occurred, I was thinking to myself, "Huh, I wonder if they remember <laughs> what I said, which was." Um, how, could you, how could students, how could kids not be aware of terrorism when they see it all the time on the telly when there is an attack in London for all the, all the attacks that there have been over recent years? Um, and so I hope they remember that I had said that. In other words, what I was trying to say was kids see this, not just in England, obviously all over the world. In America, too, kids are exposed to all these things, like the L- recent London Bridge attack. It wasn't just kids in London who saw that on the telly, (laughs) but um, kids in America saw that. It happened during the Thanksgiving break, and there were lots of kids sitting in front of television sets, in front of their phones, in front of their computers, and this was breaking news when the London Bridge attack occurred. So, um, So surely there were lots of kids all over the world who saw that. And that was the whole reason why I wrote my book, which was to help parents and teachers and TV hosts right, to uh, who have children to um, to ha- have a way to talk to their kids about terrorism and have a way to build resilience in them, not to just bury your head and pretend that terrorism doesn't exist. So although I think that this uh, homework assignment was phrased badly, um, kind of guilting kids into thinking that they should forgive the terrorists, Um, still it certainly wasn't wrong or bad to to have homework about terrorism, just it should be phrased a little better, a little more thought out. Now, I said I was gonna tell you about two stories, concurrent stories um, happening that um, give uh, this give this question about should terrorists be forgiven, um, a deeper d- deeper a deeper way of thinking about it, or a different way of questioning it. And so one example is this former beauty queen who has just been found guilty of funding terrorism. Now, um, her name is Amani Noor. she's twenty one. And she um, she was the former Miss Teen Great Britain semi finalist, a former Miss Teen Great Britain semi finalist, um, and she was also the ex girlfriend of a professional footballer named Shi'i Oho. I'm sorry if I am mispronouncing that word. His name. But in any case, uh, so she had things that kind of brought her into the uh, public eye. And um, she, she's, she was just found guilty, um, as I said, of funding terrorism. But clearly, there is the amount that she funded terrorism was only 35 pounds, which is about th- 45 US dollars. You know we're not talking about someone donating thousands or hundreds of thousands or more um so clearly that wasn't the real reason they were after her i mean yes you know anybody who funds terrorism um has broken the law but um but she has done other things for which um she you know <laughs> for which um, she did other things like marrying, a, she became a jihadi bride and um, she planned to go over to Syria. So that clearly was the more important reason why they were trying to um, to bring her to court. So she was found guilty at the Liverpool Crown Court and um, she gave, um, let's just say, $45 to an organization called the merciful hands and she did this via paypal and using a made-up name um, um, so that she could be anonymous she did this on may 23rd of 2018 and she claims you know when at the trial she claimed she had no idea it was going to be used to fund terrorism well when we come back (laughs) We will question that. I will show you why I and the jury uh, found that very doubtful. So stay tuned. Welcome back, where we're talking today about should terrorists be forgiven. And although your first reaction to that might be just as mine was, are you kidding me? No. (laughs) Or something else, (laughs) equally uh, appalled. Um, I'm trying to show today that there are it's not black and white um, that in fact, of course, terrorists, you know, are doing horrendous things and um, and that that really seem unforgivable. I mean, um, but I guess why I'm making it a question and this is today where I'm starting to talk about Amani Noor um, as an example of how there are, Uh, reasons why people become terrorists or people become um, jihadi brides Um, and not that that you know if they do anything wrong like uh, perpetrating an attack or even donating money to um, fund terrorism of course those things are wrong but do we do they deserve um, some understanding in terms of why they did these things. I mean, you know, as a psychiatrist, it would be my natural instinct to, of course, look at why, and then um, uh, maybe not forgive them, but um, at least try to have, um, try to not be, um, or try to see that there are are lots of shades to this story. Now, not that money Nor, as you will hear, is that, uh, is that easy to be empathic with, but I'll, I'll go on and tell you more. But in any case, um, you know, the, 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 the reason why it's important, I think, to think about this, like what makes somebody become a terrorist, and are some of them more, um, can you be more empathic, and compassionate towards some than to others is because, in terms of treatment, in terms of de radicalizing terrorists, I think this is the one area that is being overlooked. When terrorists are being de radicalized or attempted, you know, attempts are being made to de radicalize them, so much, um, a lot has to do with sort of. Um, teaching them, training them um, on, a, on a logical way, on an intellectual level to um, get back into society and to give up the hate and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but without really getting into enough of the psychological reasons for why people were vulnerable to becoming a terrorist or falling in love with a terrorist, marrying a terrorist and that kind of thing. So I'm just saying that each terrorist <laughs> Needs to be looked at individually, and of course, um, I do not. I don't. I certainly want to make it clear. I don't condone any acts of terrorism or even anybody becoming a terrorist. Just because I want to understand why they have become a terrorist doesn't mean that um, that I'm saying we should forgive them. Okay, getting back to this former beauty queen, um, Amani Noor, 21 years old. Um, she has a rather complicated, even, even, oh, even though she's only 21, she has a rather complicated history and reports about her give um, some contradictory information and so on. But, so I will try to, you know, try to give you the um, clearest story. Um, so, okay, so as I was saying, she's found guilty of donating 35 pounds to the merciful hands via pay- PayPal. And she denies that she knew that this was a terrorist organization. And um, she, you know, um, married an Islamist fighter online. That was just recently. Um, And when she found, was found guilty by a margin of 10 to two, after three hours and 38 minutes of deliberation, she of course sobbed, as did her mother who went running out of the courtroom. Um, The judge, Uh, Andrew Minnery, told the five men and seven women on the jury, it's a sad case. You have had an insight now into this very murky and challenging world that some people occupy online, where people speak casually about some pretty awful things that are going on. A moment's glance online will tell you Miss Noor was in a relationship with someone in the public eye. That person was a professional footballer. So, her life undoubtedly at some point changed dramatically. So, in other words, he's saying, you know, here she was um, um, in a relationship with this famous and well liked footballer um, and being photographed and so on. And now it turns, here she is in court for uh, being convicted of, of um, donating money to terrorism. So, you know, at some point her life changed dramatically. Well, that's the, that's the key so um how did her life change well she um said uh first of all she was born in liverpool and she's muslim and she wore a black hijab and a black coat with a false fur collar to court and she claimed that she gave the money thinking it was going to buy food for women and children in syria um so she said that she began to focus on her religion after she broke up from an unfaithful boyfriend who was in the public eye when she was 18. So clearly this was the famous footballer that she was talking about. So here she got, you know, he cheated on her, she got dumped, she was humiliated, she was, you know, very sad. Um, And that's when she started turning to religion, her religion, um, And but then, you know, turning to her religion would have been fine, except that then she started getting into extremist organization um, discussions on the internet. And this was after a failed marriage to a Muslim preacher who she had married in the UK and she planned to move to Saudi Arabia with him, but her marriage to him failed before they moved, which was fortunate. Um, so in other words, first she was dumped by the famous football player, then she married a, um, a Muslim preacher, and that fell apart. <laughs> so all her relationships were falling apart, and um, she, she you know, was communicating with people online and so on, and, um, and she wound up meeting a man, a terrorist, Um, who communicated with her on the Telegram app using the name Hakeem, my love. And she was married to him in a video link ceremony on her 20th birthday. So for 21, she's gotten around, she's had three relationships, um, two marriages, you know, one relationship, then two marriages. and, 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 you know, it's interesting because clearly she's in tr- very much attracted to dramatic kinds of things, you know, uh, com- competing in the Miss Teen Great Britain and then marrying or having a relationship with a footballer and then marrying a, a, a Muslim um, uh, religious leader and now a jihadi in, in Syria. So um, she likes excitement. And she said that, you know, she, she denies that he's with ISIS. Um, she said he described himself as a quote, independent, unquote, fighter in Syria. She believed him, she believed he was fighting for Islam and Sharia law, and she planned on joining him in Syria. She was gonna get to Syria one way or the other. And um, when the police searched her house, she already had tickets booked to Turkey. So she made this donation using the name Margaret Allen. Um, after she had gotten messages, there's, the, the plot thickens, she got messages from this woman um, named Victoria Webster, who's 28, and Victoria had been in contact with the jihadi who wanted a bride. And she convinced um, Amani, to give this money, uh, to pay this money, and she convinced her that it was because this jihadi uh, needed money, it was Ramadan, and he needed money himself for food and so on. So um, she was convicted, but she was given bail with conditions that included a curfew, an electronic tag, and the surrender of her passport. So there goes her ideas of going to um, Syria and catching up with her jihadi husband. Now, so, question is, do we feel sorry for her? (laughs) Um, Do we, can we understand why she might have turned to something as sort of drastic as marrying a jihadi? Perhaps, you know, she, uh, these jihadis have a way of convincing women over the internet. Um, that they are madly in love with them, that um, they will have a great life if they come to Syria, that um, you know they will treat them like a queen, and so on. And after her experiences of being dumped by the footballer and having a divorce with the Muslim uh, cleric, um, you know maybe she was looking for someone who would promise her undying love and someone who need, seemed to need her. Okay, so that's that side of someone who you might think about forgiving. <laughs> well, she hasn't. I mean, all she's done was was give $45. So let's give her a break. Um, on the other hand, we have the London Bridge terrorist who was convicted um, of terrorism and who then was put in jail and was then let out much earlier than his original sentence and who was given two... Uh, two courses, two programs to de-radicalize him. He had written this letter, I, you can look at, I, re- I talked about this in my one of my previous podcasts about the London Bridge terrorist, um, talking about how he had gone through these de-radicalization programs and so on. But he, on the other hand, I think is not forgivable. First of all, he did kill two people and injure people he did perpetrate attack. He would have, you know, he would have liked to have killed and injured more. Um, and he was really pulling the wool over everybody's eyes because he tried, wrote this letter claiming that he wanted to be de-radicalized. He wanted to be a good uh, UK citizen and all of that when really um, he, it, was just, it was just a fake to get out of jail sooner. And um, even the day that he perpetrated the attack on the London Bridge, it was when he was at a meeting of de-radicalized prisoners, people who had gone through the programs, and also people who were helping them. And the two people who he killed were amongst those who were trying to help him and others be de-radicalized, You know, believing that they were sincere. So somebody like that, on the other hand, it is unforgivable, unquestionable that they should not have been forgiven so there you have it if you were a student given this homework assignment um, should all terrorists be forgiven or should any terrorist be forgiven you can think about what your answer would be so thank you for listening to the terrorist therapist show i'm dr carol your terrorist therapist